the standards in our way of life. Can you say amen? And last week, we started off uh, declaring that 2015, uh, uh, God was asking or reminding us to raise the standards. And we agree that it has to start at home. It's got to start with me. In order for me to, to be effective uh, uh, with whatever it is that God has placed before me, I have to change. I have to rise to that higher level. I need to, I need to make sure that, uh, that what God is telling me to do, that I need to make sure that, that uh, I rise to a higher level in my life. And we agreed that it starts at home, and it starts by raising our priorities. Amen? By setting our priorities. And who is our priority in our life? Is God truly first in our lives or is something else uh, uh, taking the place? We also talked about uh, that we need to raise a standard in our lifestyle and who we are and what we do, our character and how we uh, conduct ourselves and where we go and what we do, how we speak and sometimes even how we dress. Right? And, 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 and how we uh, approach and how we conduct and how we correct. All of these things are characters that the Word of God says, listen, it is time that you raise the standard in yourself, in your lifestyle. Because people are watching you. They're looking at you. And if you say that you are a born-again believer, that you are a Christian, you are marked, okay? And they're going to be looking at you, and they're going to be expecting you to live up to that standard. And I'm here to let you know that we need, as born-again believers in 2015, we need to make up our mind that God is saying, look, raise the standard in your lifestyle. And then we talked about how we need to raise our standard in our devotion, in our prayer life, in reading God's Word, in, 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 in just... Allowing God to use us in whatever area, in ministry, whatever it might be, we need to understand that God is saying, raise the standard in devotion, in your devotion with me. Take time to pray. Take time to read the Word. Take time to communicate with God the Father so that we will know what direction He wants us to go. And when we're going through valleys and when we're going through uh, things in our lives, then we truly understand that what the Word is saying, listen, if we devote ourselves to what fasting and praying unto the Lord, God is going to give us the answer. And He's going to help us through whatever valleys we're going through, whatever difficulties we're having. Whether it's home, marriage, wherever it's at work, wherever it might be, even in church, wherever it is, God says, look, listen, it's time that you raise a standard in your devotion. Take time to read the Word of God and be devoted to it. Be consistent. And this is a great way to start, the 90-day challenge. Take time for the next 90 days, and you can start today. You, didn't have, you don't have to start next week, but you can start today. And for the next 90 days, challenge yourself to raise a standard in your devotion. Pray unto the Lord every day. You know what, Pastor? I'm going to make a, a challenge to myself that from now on, every morning at 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to get up and I'm going to pray. That is raising the standard, amen, at home with you. And we also talked about raising the standard in community. Raising the standard in you serving God and supporting uh, ministries and being connected and, and just staying in focus and being there to help somebody out. Don't you know that God has called us, right, to be able to help those in need? And wouldn't it be nice for the next 90 days, if you were to raise your challenge and say, you know what, for the next 90 days, I'm going to look, I'm going to be a part of community. I'm going to try to help somebody out. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to sow a seed 
in someone. God says, I have called you to raise the standard in sowing seed financially. Right? Raising the standard in what we do and how we give unto the Lord, even in our personal time. We need to raise a standard in saying, God, I want to commit myself to you in all that is needed. If there are things in our local church that is needed, Father, I'm just going to commit for the next 90 days. I'm going to challenge to try to be there for them. If it's electrical, if it's carpentry, if it's just cleaning the church, if it's uh, being a part of a ministry, whatever it is, Lord, I want to make a commitment. I want to raise a standard in, 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 uh, in community, but also in sowing seed or in sowing my personal time into you. Maybe you've never been a part or have never volunteered. Maybe you say, you know, I, 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 for the next 90 days, or I just I want to make a, raise a standard in possibly even helping out in the food pantry. Whatever it is that God has placed in you, but God says, listen, it's time that we raise the standard. And it starts with us. In order for us to be effective and to be productive, what God has set before us, what God has placed before us, we have to raise the standards in us. So when we acknowledge and accept this decree from God Himself, then and only then can God lead us to a productive an effective uh, a, a way or for the next stage that he has gifted to us. And that is, if we want to be effective in our family, we have to raise a standard in ourselves. So this morning, I'm going to talk about raising the standards in your family. You see, because now that you've taken care of self, guess what? Now you can be productive in your family. Now you can actually stand before your family and say, hey, look, listen, if I can do it, if God is helping me out and God is my witness, then they can turn around and say, you know what, you're right. I've seen you. You're, you're, you're a great motivator. You're a great person uh, as a father, as a, as a mother, as a brother, as a sister, as a, as a husband, as a wife. And God says, listen, it is time that you start raising the standards in your family. And this morning we're going to talk about it, raising the standards in your family. We have a huge responsibility. And it's time that we raise the standards in our family. Let me ask you a question here this morning. Do you believe your family is worth fighting for? I believe that it's worth fighting for, my family. I believe that God's love, as much as He loves me, He says, listen, I have set before you family. And it's time that you take responsibility for your family and raise the standards within your family. And fight for them. Many of us have said, Pastor, you know, I don't know how, how I, I, I do things or what I do. But my family, God, I, I need a lot of prayer. Can I tell you that God is on your corner? And he is there watching over you and taking care of you. But he says, listen, now that you have taken the time to raise a standard in yourself, now it's time to raise a standard in your family. Now I have given you something that is so precious that he says, we, you have a responsibility for that family. And it's a responsibility that God has set before us as individuals to be able to raise the standard in our family. You with me this morning? When you decide to accept Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, at that very moment, we became part of God's family. Isn't that great to understand and to know that we now belong to God's family? We're no longer apart, but now we've become family. And I've shared this many times that being in God's family, man, there's great privileges there's a lot of privileges in knowing who God is. And when we accept him as Lord and Savior of our lives, he says, now you have become my family. And listen, I want you to understand, look, what you see here is nothing. But look, let me open the doors 
of all the great things that I have in store for you because now you are part of my family. Isn't that awesome to know that we are part of God's family and we have all these things waiting for us, and I've said it many times, that as family, when, when, uh, when people come to your home and says, look, you're family, that means that everything I have, all that I have, it's yours, whatever it is. You make yourself at home, right? And it's good to go into someone's home that maybe either they're, they're maybe not related to you, but says, hey, listen, you're part of my family, and you go, and you're more than welcome to go and open the refrigerator door take out and maybe even eat a sandwich or whatever and and just have a good time but we have become part of God's family so if the spiritual family is extremely important to God don't you think that he sees a physical family just as important if you if you think that God says look listen you're a part of my family and I love you and I care so much for you that I'm going to send my son to die on the cross for you for all the sins that this world has laid out And I care for you because now you are part of the family. And I'm there to guide you and protect you. Don't you think that he sees the same way in our physical families as well? How important it is. I don't know what your current status is right now with your family or concerning your immediate family. But I do know that God the Father has given us the choice to form a family, and along with that choice, he demands that we care for it. And he demands that we provide for it. And he demands that we maintain it with love. Can I tell you, God has given us our family so that we can provide for it and care for our family and to be there for our family and to love in our, uh, our family. Can you say amen to that? And if we want to be effective and productive in our homes or in our local homes, God says, raise the standard in your family. Some of you might say, Pastor, I've tried, but I just can't seem to get through through my family. I have been coming to church. I have served God all my life or served many years, but I just can't get through through my family. Anybody been in that situation that you've tried and it says it looks like it's almost hopeless? And it says that you've tried to seem to get things through. And we need to start looking at ourselves when, when things happen. You know, Do we understand that? Can, uh, as far as have we re-examined our personal life? Have we understood who's first priority in our lives? Do we maintain a devotional life? Have we raised the spiritual standards in our own self? This morning, just in case you've already forgotten, can I tell you that it's through God's promises that we're going to be able to reach our family. It is through God's promises in his word and what he says and his knowledge that is going to allow us to say, look, listen, you are trying to raise a standard yourself, but if you allow me with these promises that I have given that we read last week, I'm going to read today, that through these promises, you can raise the standards in your family. You can reach your family. You can get to that point where your family will see the things that that you are correct in what you're saying and what you're doing and what you're trying, that it's through God's promises that we can reach our families. Turn with me to 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 through 11. We read this last week, but this is our scripture for the month, raising the standards. And it reads this way, His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. Can I tell you, in order for us to raise the standards in our family, God has already given us everything we need. And it's through the promises of His word. 
We have everything we need to be able to reach our family, to raise the standards in our family. Verse 4 says, Through these He has given us His very great and precious promises, so that through them you may participate in the divine nature. Having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires, for this very reason make every effort to add to your faith goodness, to goodness knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in an increasing measure, they will be kept they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blinded, forgetting that, that, that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Therefore, my brother and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. You will receive a rich welcome into eternal kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? You see, you and me have been given everything we need to maintain a godly life through his knowledge. God says, look, listen, if you want to raise a standard in your family, you have to understand that my promises, my word will teach you and show you and guide you how to do it. So then we need to use this authority that God has given to us to raise a standard in our families. Joshua at the time, if you guys understand or know the story of Joshua, he took the initiative to publicly announce that it's God who has blessed me with his family. Can I tell you that we have to understand that it is God who has placed the family before us. He said, it is him who has provided us with a family. Many of us are probably saying, well, you know, Pastor, it kind of just happened automatically. I fell in love and I got married and then we had children. So now I have a family. No, can I tell you, God has pre-planned everything. And Joshua began to realize this and all the things that were going on during that time of when he was over the people of Israel. And he told them, look, listen. You guys are going to do whatever you're going to do. You're going to take your family to whatever direction you're going to go. You're going to follow and you're going to serve these gods. You're going to do all these things opposite of what our God is calling us to do. But I'm here to let you know that it is God. And I'm telling you and I'm announcing it to you publicly that God has blessed me with this family. It is a blessing to have family. It is not a curse, my brother. It is a blessing to be a part of family and to have family. And God says, look, listen, it is time that you raise a standard in your family. And Joshua understood that. And he says, God has blessed me with this family. He placed it there. It's my responsibility to take care of them. Can I tell you this morning that God has placed a family before you and it's your responsibility to watch over it. It is a gift from God. It is a promise from God. And God says, look, listen, in order for you to raise the standards, you have to take care of your family. And Joshua says, it's my responsibility to take care of them. I cannot and will not allow the influences of this world to consume their hearts and their minds. Can I tell you that it's our responsibility to raise the standards and to say, listen, I will not allow the world to corrupt the minds of my family. And it goes from children all the way up to adults. God has placed them in our hearts and in our, in our hands. 
Joshua 24, 15 says, Then choose you yourselves this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my household or my house, we will serve the Lord. That's raising the standards in your family. That is taking the initiative to say, listen, I have raised a standard in myself. I have allowed God. I'm going to give God 100% of myself. And because of that, I can approach my family and I can tell them, look, listen, God has called us that this household that we are in, that we live in, either in our marriage, in our families, in our children, whatever it might be, we are going to serve the Lord. That is raising the standard. And it doesn't matter whether they argue with us till they're blue in the face. We're still going to stand strong because we stand on God's promises. And God says, look, listen, tell your family, share with your children, share with your spouse, share with those that, you, that, that are part of your family that, listen, you may not know Christ today, but I am praying for you. I am asking God that God would make a change in your life, that God would rearrange and, and transform your mind and, 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 and renew your mind so that you would have a transformed life. And I'm not giving up on you. I love you too much. God has placed you in my family, in my hands. I'm caring for you. I love you and I'm going to do whatever it takes to let you know that God has everything in store for you and I'm going to raise the standards. And as for me and my household... We will serve the Lord. That was Joshua. Joshua said, look, it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. It doesn't matter what everybody else. But I'm here to let you know. And I declare it in front of all of you guys here. And I said, I'm here to let you know that if you're going to serve your God, if you're going to do these other things and go away from God. But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. That is raising the standard. Can you say amen to that? We need to get to a place where we understand that God will be our banner. He will be our banner as we travel into battle, as we go through situations. You know how you see the military, you see some of the movies where it says that the very first person that sometimes they run out is the one carrying the flag. Have you seen these movies? Right? During wartime it says, you know, they, they have the bugle guy, which, you know, I kind of feel sorry for because, you know, he's kind of helpless because that's all he has to defend himself is a bugle. And then you have the guy carrying the flag. But you know, it's such an honor, such a great uh, 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 place to be to, to know that you're going to be able to lead the army, the front, with a banner representing who your group is and who your, who your military is. And of course, a lot of it is, of course, the, the, the United States flag or whatever flag it may be. But they, you see them and they're marching forward. Can I tell you that God can be your banner? God can be your banner when you're struggling with your family and you say, you know what, I give up. And God says, don't give up. I will be your banner. Raise the standard, not only yourself, but raise the standard in your family and let them know that you're not going to give up on them. Let them know that you love them and you care for them and you're praying for them. It doesn't matter what it says. You know, don't pray for me. Stop praying for me. That doesn't matter. I don't understand that. Can I tell you, stand strong and know that God is your banner. Know that he is your guide. He is the one that's going to guide you to whatever situation you're going through. He's going to give you the knowledge and the wisdom to be able to say and to speak to your family. And to raise that standard. He will be your strength. Know that he will be your helper in time of need. He will be your protector. He will be your sanctuary. Isn't that awesome to know? 
that he will be our sanctuary. What does that mean, Pastor? That means that we can always go to him and fall on our knees and begin to cry out to God, God, I have tried everything for my family. I have cried. I have prayed. I have done so many things. And God says, listen, come to the sanctuary and kneel before and cry out and I will be there for you. I will be your sanctuary. I will be your provider. I will be your healer. I will bring you, be your comfort. I will be your fortress. I will be your light. And I will be your joy. Isn't it good to know that when we're, when we're asking God to raise a standard in our family, and sometimes we get so depressed because it seems that it's useless that we've tried it. We come to a brick wall. And it's like, you know what? I've tried everything. And God says, that's right. You've tried everything, but you haven't tried me. You can only do so much, but at that point and moment, God says, I can still be your joy. I can be your light. And Joshua says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Will you take a stand for your family this morning? Will you not give up? Would you be bold enough to express your family by stating, as for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord in 2015. I'm not going to allow the things that are, the world has to offer, but this year I'm going to stand my ground. And I'm going to raise the standard in my family. And then I'm going to show them how much I truly love them. I'm going to hug them. I'm going to let them know that, listen, God loves you, whether you want to believe it or not, whether you accept it or not, but God loves you. And I am raising the standard in my family to let you know that as for me and my household, we are going to serve the Lord. There's a good war movie, and many of you have probably seen many of them, but there's one called Band of Brothers. Have you seen that? The name signifies a bond or a family that will do whatever it takes to protect each other from harm. Isn't that amazing to know? That you've got a brother or, or someone that's going to take care or watch your back, right? They have your back, you have their back, and no matter what happens, listen, we're a band of brothers. We're going to stick together. And it's a great war movie if you haven't seen it. Can I tell you that God has given you and me a family? And His desire is that we will do everything to protect it from harm and even everything to make it prosperous in Him through Him. He has given us a family to watch over and to protect he has given us a family so that we not only could protect it, but to be prosperous. Isn't that awesome to know through his promises? And in 2015, and every year till Christ comes back, God says we need to raise a standard in our family. He has called us to be watchmen over our family. He says, listen, I have given you this family to be watchmen. To watch over them. To watch over them during the times when they're going through struggles. Constantly reminding your family what Satan's purpose is. In order for us to raise a standard in our family, we have to remind our family that, look, Satan is out to break up this family. He wants you. He wants me. He wants everybody else. He wants us to be miserable. 
And he wants us to have a bad life and he wants us to be uh, 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 broken apart and he wants things to happen and he wants to crumble all these things. And God has says, listen, I have called you to be watchmen over your family. And in order for us to be watchmen, we have to tell our family members, look, listen, there is an enemy out there. There is a dark force that says, look, listen, Satan wants to come to kill, steal, and to destroy this family. And I'm here to let you know that I'm going to raise the standard. I'm not going to allow that to happen. I'm going to be a watchman over my family. And for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. And I'm not going to allow the enemy to come in and to try to destroy everything that he has put together, that God has put together for us. And God says, I have called you to be watchmen over your family. Teach them about temptation, about worldly desires and compromising. Can I tell you that we need to teach our family members to rise to a higher standard and say, listen, stop compromising your life. Stop compromising and living a compromising lifestyle. Because I'm here to let you know that God has called us together. We are a family. We are God's family. And God has not called us to live a compromising life. But God has called us to live a good, strong life for Him. And He has called us to be watchmen over Him. Over our family. 1 Timothy 3, 4 says, We must manage our own family well. This is talking about leaders and how deacons are, 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 are arranged or picked during the, uh, uh, you know, to be overseers. But can I tell you that God has set you as a watchman, as an overseer, as a leader of your family. And He's saying here, He says, We must manage our own family well. We must learn to manage our family. We must learn to manage what God has given to us. He has given to us. We are watchmen. And we need to be careful. We need to understand that we need to watch over our family. God has also called us to provide for our family. Can you say amen to that? He says, I have called you to to provide for your family financially. To teach your family to be good stewards. Listen, if God has raised you to a higher standard and you say, you know, God, as from now on, I'm going to be faithful in my giving to you. God, you have called me to give 10% of what I make, I'm going to give unto the church. And because of that, I'm going to raise the standards in my family and I'm going to teach them to be good stewards as well. That when my little daughter or my son or somebody, even my husband, my wife, when they go work, I'm here to let you know that, honey, we need to raise the standards and we need to support our local church. This is what God has called us to do in His Word. And then we're going to raise our children the same way. We're going to raise our children and say, look, listen, save your money. That's great. Put it into a college fund. That's great. But listen, we need to teach our children to give unto the Lord. We need to teach them to be good stewards. And God says, listen, I have called you to be providers for your family. Financially, to be good stewards, to work. Teach our family to work. Amen? We need to teach our family that if we don't work, we don't eat. That's what the scripture says. Well, you know, I don't, I, you know, I'm just going to relax. I'm going to, you know, I'm, and I, I know that some of my, especially Alyssa, when before she went to college and before God changed her mind and I raised the standard and I took out a little leather belt. No, I didn't do it. But, <clears throat> and she says, you know, mom and dad, I'm never going to move away. I'm always going to be here. Say no, honey, you're going to have to work. If you're going to be here, you're going to work and you're going to help support and you're going to help purchase whatever it is that you want because now you're old enough to do it. We need to teach our family that we need to learn to work. Raising the standard. 
not only work physically, but we need to work in our local church. Amen. Teaching our families to work in our local to volunteer at our, lo at our local church. Listen, I, I know that me growing up in a Christian home, man, everywhere my parents went and everything, you know, they, we were always there. And it's something that I learned, and it's something that they instilled in me. And, and when I, I was a part of ministry, especially in children's ministry or outreach, I had my family with me. I didn't leave them at home. I said, look, listen, God has called us as a family to be able to reach the lost. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. You will get up when I get up, and you will go out, and you will serve, and you will be a part of ministry. You will learn what God has called us to do as a family, and you will see the difference. And now they have grown up, and now they see. And they say, you know, Dad, I thank you for all the things that you have uh, uh, allowed us to be a part of. Now we understand what it is to be a part of ministry, what it is to serve and to help people in need, what God has called us to do. Can you say Amen. Don't get quiet on me. The game hasn't started. Hallelujah. God has called us to, to provide for our family, to sow seed. Physically, he's called us to provide, to live healthy lives. We need to live healthy lives. Can you say amen to that? Self-esteem. We need to encourage our family members, my brothers. We don't need to tear them down. If there's any place that they can go for, for comfort or for uplifting, is at home. And if they can't even get it at home, where do you think they're going to get it at? And then we wonder why that they don't listen and why they're looking for love in different places when there should be love at home. And God says, you need to raise the standard and encourage your family. Encourage them and let them know how much you truly love them and care for them. And it doesn't matter whether they've made a mistake. How many times have we made mistakes? And God has looked at us and he says, wow, again, but I love you and I care for you. And it's through his grace. And God says, listen, I have called you to be providers for your family physically. Uh, help them in their character and godly lifestyle. Teaching our families to live a godly lifestyle. How are they going to learn? By us raising the standard at home. God has called us to raise the standard in our families spiritually. Teach them to pray daily. Teach them to pray. Let them see you praying. One of the things that I know, and I've shared this many times, is I've always remembered getting up early in the morning or, or late at night, and, my, and I would always see the bathroom light on or, or, or the, the little heater going on, and I would open the door and I would see my mom praying. I would see my dad praying. I would walk into the room and I would see them praying. And there's something that really uh, was instilled in me, and it says, you know, that, that I believe that it's because of them. They placed it in my life that now I believe that I need to pray daily. And I need to teach my family to pray as well. I need to pray with my husband. I need to pray with my wife. I need to pray with my children. I need to pray with my grandchildren. I need to develop a daily prayer life. And God says, listen, it's time to raise a standard in your family spiritually and teaching them to pray daily. Teach them to read the scriptures daily. Teach them to be missional. Teach them to be to, to know God's amazing grace. You know, sometimes we, 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 we kind of tend to have more of a, a law-abiding household. That we know that when our family or even our children, and, and it could be our spouses as well, but when we make mistakes right away, we bring down the law. If it's your spouse, well, you're in the doghouse today. If it's our children, you're grounded. No more electronics, right? Right? 
And we lay the law down. But can I tell you, God sometimes says, listen, it's good to lay down the law. But sometimes we have to show them God's amazing grace. We need to embrace them and say, listen, honey, I know you've made a mistake. I know that, you know, but I'm, I'm here to let you know that it's time to rise above that. Because as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And in serving the Lord means that I can forgive you and I can love you. Now, just don't do it again. But listen, there's punishment that comes with what you just did. But I still love you. I still remember those days when my dad and my mom would explain me, you know, why do you hit me? Because I love you. And they would do it with every syllable. I love you so much. God says you need to raise a standard in your family and showing them the power of the Holy Spirit at home. Can you imagine having a family to understand what the power of the Holy Spirit really means to have it at home? That it empowers us. It empowers us every day to be able to get out of our comfort zone. That when our students, when our children go to school, that they can take a stand in God's word and what they believe in because of all the things that they're teaching today. It's just nothing but trash and things that the world has to offer. But wouldn't it be nice that our kid would come home and say, Mom and Dad, I got expelled today. You what? Yes, you're going to receive a phone call, but listen, and before they explain, you get on the phone and says, hey, listen, uh, uh, you know, just want to let you know that your son, your daughter, somebody that was at school got suspended today. Why? Because they brought their Bible out and they begin to minister and they begin to witness. To stand. And God says, raise the standard in your family and teach them about the Holy Spirit in your household. And how it empowers us to be able to overcome some of the things that the enemy has to uh, throw at us. You still with me this morning? First Timothy 5.8. Anyone who does not provide for their families or relatives uh, and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is, worth, and is worse than an unbeliever. God is saying, look, listen, we need to provide for our families. Third thing is he has called us to be accountable to be accountable. Teach our family that there are consequences to decisions that are made. We need to teach our family that, listen, some of the decisions that you've made, my honey, or my, my uh, you know, uh, son or daughter, it's like there's consequences. And I'm here to let you know that it's, because, it's not me setting the rules, but it's because of God telling us and setting the rules and says, listen, whatever decisions you have made, there are consequences. And we need to be accountable for our family. Teach them that we can't live a lukewarm lifestyle. We can't go around with hidden sin because what is hidden will soon be let out in the light. To teach them how to be witnesses and give them and, and show them that there are many opportunities that God is going to place before us. To be our brother's keeper. These are raising the standards of being accountable. Fourth is to teach them the true gospel of Jesus Christ. Can I tell you that God has placed family and he says raise a standard in your family by teaching them the true word. By teaching them the gospel of Jesus Christ. By letting them know that man is sinful. That some of the things that we do in our lives, it's, it's our natural being that we want to sin. It's something that we, that we constantly want to do. But with God in our family, with God in our side, with God's promises and us giving our lives to him, that we don't have to live a sinful life. 
teaching them the true gospel about grace and how God has gracefully has reached out and has touched our family, has always been there for us, has brought us out of the darkness and has placed us into the light. That we were sinners and God raised us up and he removed us from the sin through his son Jesus Christ. Teaching them about the death of Christ. Teaching them about the resurrection and soon the return of who he is and when he's coming and to teach them of the blessed hope. How do we raise the standards in our family? How do we strive in maintaining these standards? Well, the scriptures tells us there in 2 Peter 1, it says, in our faith, and this is something that you have to understand is God has given us faith. We have to have faith that our family is going to come together. We have to have faith that God is going to reach my husband. We have to have faith that God one day is going to reach my wife. We have to have faith that one day God is going to reach my daughter. That one day God is going to reach my son. That one day God is going to reach my uncle, my aunt, my grandparents. Whoever it may be, one day. That's the faith that we have to have. And there, 2 Peter says, in our faith, add godliness. To have reverence unto the Lord, to respect of who he is. And to godliness, it says, add mutual affection, to be in harmony as one. How are we going to raise the standards? It's to be as one in the family. To be in harmony, to let your children know, to let your spouses know, to let your relatives know. Listen, we are at one. We all understand and believe that we are in harmony, that God is in charge of this household. And to mutual affection, it says, add love. Unconditional as Christ loved us. To be effective and productive daily while maintaining a Christ-like lifestyle, listen, requires raising the standards not only physically and spiritually, but it first starts with me at home. And before I can be effective and productive with my family, I have to start here. And God has provided promises through His knowledge, and He has given us everything we need to live godly lifestyles. Can you say amen to that? Raising the standards in your family. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Pastor Mike Pacina of Trinity Abundant Life Church. If you're ever in the area, please stop by and join us for corporate worship every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. We are located at 412 Cumberland Drive in Austin, Texas, 78704. If you would like more information, feel free to call us at area code 512-447-4711. And don't forget to visit us on Facebook at Trinity ALC. Thank you and have a blessed day.